There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, Millennials. Happy Thursday. We are so close to the weekend. Hope everyone's having a fabulous... So close to vacation. So close to relaxation. So close to sleeping in. So close to never setting an alarm. So close to not doing a full fatch. So close to doing weekly episodes. So close to doing weekly plus Patreon. Reminder, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash morningtoast, $7.99. <laughs> we'll get you a full premium subscription, which is five extra episodes from us a month, podcast episodes, vlog episodes, and then also access to our premium Facebook group for members only, The Toast After Dark. Speaking of premium content, though, today's episode of The Redheads went up. I heard it was real, like a real thought provoking episode it was a real thought-provoking episode it was a very thought-provoking book so those vibes just oozed out Mm -hmm. onto us and I hope that you're if you're a redhead you make some time to listen to it today or this weekend you know it's never too late to become a redhead and thank you to all the redheads who are out there currently you know there's also tons of new TNN content Margaret Joseph says Patty Stanger on the podcast today throwback Lauren Elizabeth had the skinny confidential on the podcast so all the TNN shows are just churning out premium content there's new girls night with Raven and Alexis and just head over to at Toast News Network on Instagram for all the updates you need yes every single update that you might need um, well, I can't believe it's Thursday. This week is moving along quite nicely. It really zoomed right by, which I genuinely appreciated. Yeah, I appreciate as well. We have so much to talk about today because Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was just really thought-provoking. Chef's, Italian chef's kiss. Plus, so much happened yesterday, like really weird shit in the news. And yeah. I'm like super um, like excited to get into it because like between Jake Paul and there's all this e-news drama, um, it's going to be a good show. And you guys deserve that. Yeah, you do deserve that. You know who else deserves that? T-H-E-O being the best boy. The best boy. I woke up super late because I was like having a dream at nine in the morning that my father-in-law and Ramona Singer were going to jail together. Ooh. And it's like, if that doesn't sum up who I am, then I don't know what does. <laughs> Family and housewives. Like, those are the things that are important That's to me. That's an entertaining dream. Yeah. Well, it's because I was up all night watching Housewives and then I got in bed with Ben. Like, that's literally my life. Yeah. No, I understand. Did you watch Watch What Happens Live? I did, and I really enjoyed it. I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, were you just absolutely dying, cackling, 
when they were addressing how the last time Jerry O'Connell was on Watch Happens Live, his Wi-Fi fucking stunk. So we went over to his neighbor's house and he was like, I would like to thank the Shapiros of Calabasas for letting me use their Wi-Fi. He still had spotty service in comparison to Meghan McCain and SE Cup, but it was fine. It was better. Yeah, but they also do shows. Yes. So they're like in a studio in their house. Right. She's on CNN. Megan's on ABC. Like they, they have it together. Yeah, it worked out fine. Um, Jerry is just so nice. And we spoke yesterday about I don't we didn't understand like how and why he was defending Ellen. But now right. I totally get it. He doesn't want to see anyone that he knows or likes or even doesn't like be ganged up on and go down. Right. And that's what's so weird to me that he's like ended up in the Real Housewives universe because when he was giving his hot takes in those games like agree or disagree, I was literally disagreeing with everything he said and I realized it's because he is this like super nice guy. He's constantly choosing kindness. Yeah, he's he literally should fill in for Ellen. Yeah, like I was he that too. He is like the epitome of kindness. And I wasn't agreeing with any of his hot takes and it just makes me think how funny it is how he like ended up commentating on Housewives which is like notoriously catty and like you always take sides and he literally does not take sides. No, but he still has an answer for everything. Yeah, even though I wasn't agreeing with, like, his answers. No, me neither. I really agreed with Megan and SC, so I, would, I was gl- glad that they were there to balance it out. I actually, when it comes to Housewives, I agree with every single thing Megan McCain has to say. And I was I appreciated her takes, but I did not agree with a lot of what SC Cup had to say. Okay, I, I agreed with pretty much every single thing Megan McCain had to say. I think there was one thing I didn't agree with, and I, I can't remember well, what it she, was. Well, she very controversially said that she thinks the greatest housewife of all time is Erica Jane. You know what? So um, I thought about, I actually paused the TV to think about what my answer would be. Yeah, before that I heard their answers. And I, it, Erica Jean wouldn't have been my answer, but for every reason Megan said, she is among the ghosts. She redefined, she really brought Real Housewives of Beverly Hills into the 21st no, century. and like what Dorit's bringing right now would not be possible yep. without Erica. Not only like did they go from like having glam on trips, but like now everyone has personal glam, personal hair, personal makeup. And it's like every look is a look. It's sickening. I can't wait to get into the looks, but I agreed with Megan for that reason. My goat would be Bethany. Yes, me too. And I was really surprised nobody said because that. Because she is just the perfect, her personality is so perfect for Housewives. When she's in a fight, she holds her own. When she's doing testimonials, they're so funny. funny. Like She's rich. Like there, I, I was shocked nobody said Bethany because that was my answer too. Yeah. And she has time after time. She's existed in, in seasons that were like star studded and she has been the star and she's also put franchises on her back at times. Yeah. So it was a very interesting episode where it was just like real Housewives canon, which I love. Yeah. Uh, canon. I think you meant like Nick Cannon, which by the way, I wanted to talk about Nick Cannon because I feel like we spoke about him a lot and then we like never, and he like got washed out of the news cycle, but I've been like keeping up with him on Instagram and he like fasted for Tisha above, which like I didn't even do. He like, he read Barry Weiss's book, how to fight anti-Semitism. Like, I just want to say like, that's how you do it. And that's, if you allow someone like the space to grow within cancel culture, like you get Nick Cannon. And I just think it's like a interesting case study that we should all be watching. Yeah. Cause like people have stopped talking about him, but he hasn't stopped educating Doing himself more. and learning. And I- I'm like, I, like, I wanted to be mad at him, but, like, I literally can't. Yeah. No, that's great. And I just, I wanted to put it out there, because when you talk about the bad, you have to talk about the good. I completely agree. So we have a fabulous show. I think we should dive in, while also, I just wanted to give a shout-out to our Lebanese toasters. Hope everyone is okay. The footage that is coming out from this bomb... Explosion. I, explosion is so crazy and so sad. I saw a video... Um, of this like beautiful bride taking her wedding pictures outside like a few blocks away from the explosion and the videographer from the wedding like got on camera like when the whole street shook and they all went running it was just like it just puts into perspective like people were just living their everyday lives it was really really sad so 
wow. to all of our Lebanese toasters. Um, We're thinking uh, of you. Uh, yeah, I hope you're okay. It's really, really scary. Yeah, that is really scary. But without... I digress. Yes, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And that's true, Jackie, but may I? Sure. Ooh, did you guys pick that up on the mic? My stomach is making this weird sound. I think it's yeah, my RDH no acting offense. up. Like, maybe you should go to the bathroom or, <laughs> or read the ad. <laughs> I think it's my RDH acting up. Yeah. Well, there's always Policy Genius for when your RDH flares up. Policy Genius saves their home and auto customers an average of $1,127 a year by shopping top-rated insurers all in one place. If you're thinking $11,207... $7 is a weirdly specific amount. You're right. But they crunch the numbers, and that's just what it is. Crunching numbers is one of the things Policy Genius does best. Their insurance marketplace makes it easy to compare rates from the top home and auto insurance companies to find you the best price. Here's how it works. All you have to do is head to policygenius.com and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. After that, Policy Genius does all the work. They'll compare your existing policy against others in the market to make sure you're getting the right coverage at the best possible price. If Policy Genius finds a better rate than what you're currently paying, they'll get it switched for you for free. It's the kind of service that has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. So if you're a homeowner, head to PolicyGenius.com right now to get started. They've saved their home and auto insurance customers an average of $1,127 a year. That knows that's a weirdly specific amount, but that's exactly the amount of money they could save you. So head over to PolicyGenius.com right now to get started. Why are you wasting money on insurance? Like, get it together. Love it. Um, also, I remember that Essie Cup said that Vicky Gumbelson was her goat. and That's why I didn't agree with her. That's when I knew we were on different planets. But TBG, who is like a Housewives encyclopedia like ourselves, he really also believes in Vicky Gum- the power of, of Vicky Gumbelson and her being the top housewife. And I don't discredit him as, you know, a Housewives historian, but it does make me, you know, look at him differently. Yeah, I think... Based on the facts, like, sure, she's the GOAT because she's the first and the longest, mm-hmm. but... Not anymore. Ramona's the first and the longest. Yeah. Not anymore. Okay, first story. Firearms were seized in an FBI raid at YouTube star Jake Paul's home. Federal agents recovered a cash cache of firearms from controversial YouTube star Jake Paul's... Cache is that prom store dress. A prom dress store. Cache. Oh, Okay. So they went to the prom dress store at Jake Paul's house <laughs> um, in L- at his L.A. mansion following a raid there on Wednesday, according to a report. Authorities were seen seizing several firearms, including a long gun propped up against a hot tub in the backyard from 23-year-old Paul's property in Calabasas early Wednesday, news station KABC-TV reported. Authorities were also spotted leaving the home in an armored SWAT truck and a dark van, as well as a truck with several agents wearing military fatigues riding in the back, the LA Times reported. The FBI confirmed it had obtained search warrants for the property, though the nature of the investigation is unclear, ABC reported. No arrests were planned. I mean, this is maybe the craziest story I've ever heard. First of all, just when I heard that the FBI were raiding Jake Paul's house, I'm like, for the FBI, that's different than just like the local police. It's the FBI. That means like there has, they've been tracking him. It's like when you see a documentary and they're trying to get all, like like in McMillions, they're trying to get all the pieces together. They finally get the warrant and now it's time for the raid. Like a lot of work went in. He has been on their radar for months. Yes. So when I heard it was the FBI, I was shook. Then when I saw pictures of like the neighborhood from just like regular people standing outside their houses, taking pictures of the types of trucks and the types of things that people were wearing they call it a small militia like they were literally wearing it was like a tank yeah so it's like what the fuck is going on in jake paul's house 
And then the more I thought about it, like, because I kept seeing like helicopter footage of um, his house and I'm like, he lives like a king. And, and it started not to add up because if I, I never really thought about it, but Jake Paul lives in my mind at like the same level of wealth as like Jeffree Star. But we are very aware of like what makes Jeffree Star money, like his YouTube channel, his cosmetics company. He invests, he's an investor in like a big pot business. He owns real estate around the world. So it's like, when you think about it, it's like, how does this real, how does this YouTuber have so much money? He explains it to us. Like Jeffree Star's wealth makes sense to me in a lot of ways. But then the more I thought about it, Jake Paul's wealth makes no sense to me. Like, yes, he has a successful YouTube channel and he um, has merch. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get you a mansion in Calabasas, like not even close. So he might have other endeavors as well. That not that I'm aware but that, of. But you're a stan of Jeffrey, so you know all of his. Like you watch the documentary. If Jake Paul sat down and told you everything that he, he's invested in, you wouldn't have watched that video. He did have a documentary with Shane Dawson. Did you watch it? Yes, and it wasn't really about business. It was about like how he became the most hated man in America, and it kind of softened him up. But. Now it's just got me thinking a lot about his finances is what I'm trying to say. Because like the house did not fit the job description. You're saying something ain't right. And according to the blinds, which, you know, the blinds can be off, but this is an NT blind. They say he's like the biggest drug dealer in LA. And he's also connected to like Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly connected to porn. Allegedly. That actually does make sense fiscally and also why the FBI would get involved and why he might have fucking rifles in his backyard. Like they weren't just guns. Like they were literally muskets. Like they were huge. (laughs) Like it was American Revolution type shit. Like what 23 year old YouTuber needs that? Yeah. I don't know. But a 23 year old alleged drug dealer might need them. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. That was my thought process. Okay. Um, if you take the blinds out of it, so far this story doesn't give us that much information aside from the firearms that were confiscated. Perhaps like there, it was an illegal. Right. But I don't think the FBI shows up at someone's house who buys guns illegally. Like I think that's a local sheriff's department in, thing. In Waco they do. Oh, interesting. In Waco they do. I mean, not that it's only, but I did only see three guns. Like, I don't think the FBI, like, travels with their tank to seize three guns. I completely agree. There's something more to this story, obviously. I think we will find out soon, but we don't know right now. But I think this is a much bigger story that will develop over over time. time And eventually we'll get a documentary about it. But this is just day one of this story. I could see, like, where this ends. And I see Jake Paul in jail. Really? Yeah. The FBI doesn't just come to your house for nothing. Like, it's such a big deal. It's not like the, even if the police invaded your home, like, sorry, invaded is not the right word, raided your home. That's a huge deal. But doesn't mean you go to jail. The FBI, that means they got you already. This is a case for the FBI. And Chris Jenner thankfully lives nearby. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's very, very crazy. We will keep you posted, but that is the extent of the story right now. Just. Yeah. It's also interesting. He's, He's just been like in it, you know, and it really, it gets my mind moving because the Paul brothers are so interesting, whereas like they bust on the scene as fucking animals, like literally like they were like prankster and like, just like, I hate that shit. And then obviously it all came to a head with the Logan Paul video that just kind of took the world by storm. Really the, the one of the first early cancellations. Yeah. But in he, our, in our realm. Yes. But he recovered nicely and I feel like he's actually... I thought like grown up a lot 
and I don't even associate him with Jake anymore. Like he's really like an adult and he's, I still think he's cute, but now it's like, what, what is the association? Are they friends? I need an update. Are they in business together? Like where, where did we land with the Paul brothers relationship? And Jake was the one that got married, right? To Tana Mojo. And, and we need to hear from her. Logan's the one with a podcast. Impulsive. Yeah, that's very popular. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it seems like they're on different tracks. Yeah, no. Pod, I want to be with the podcaster. So I actually feel like Logan's hands, maybe this is just me being naive, like might be clean in all of this. Because I just really like believe in his growth like over yeah, the last few years. Logan's name is not in these stories. Right. No, but it's just... It's crazy. It's crazy. We will keep you posted. I just, I need more information. I'm so curious. I know. And it's so hard not to speculate. I know. You know, and just like make things up of rumors that you've heard. Okay. I'm I'm not making it up. I heard it from Enti. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying that's what you just said. I'm saying we could sit here and be like, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Right. But we just got to wait. Yeah. Wait and see. Do you think it has anything to do with, he's been like throwing huge ragers at his house during COVID and people apparently got COVID at the party, and he says he's not going to stop throwing parties. Would the FBI invade your home for that? I do not think so. Me neither. The mayor of LA or the governor or something said that he would start cutting off power and water to houses that were throwing parties, which is savage. So I think that's their level of intrusion. It's the governor's jurisdiction. But it's not the FBI. That is not a case for the FBI. I'm like, that's a little crazy, but... We're living in crazy times, so. Yeah, we are living in crazy times, but I do think that that is. Not the reason. Next level. Yeah, that's not the reason. We'll report that next month. Yeah, literally. Okay, next story. Another crazy story, like on the back of a story we reported on in January, and now E! News, Pop of the Morning, and In the Room are canceled amid greater NBC Universal restructure. Can I tell you on my time hop today, I literally had a screenshot of the news story because I posted it on our Instagram. It's literally one year to the day. Like, so a year ago today, they announced that E! News was moving, was to, moving New York. to New York with a slate of morning show programming. Pop of the morning. Those shows premiered in January. That's crazy. Of this year? Yeah. They were on until March. I don't think that they ever did a virtual edition of E! News or Pop of the Morning. And now they're gone. To me, this is... And we have this conversation, I think, like once a year about how E! News is the weirdest network. Because in a lot of no, ways... No, okay. E! is the network. Oh, yeah. Sorry, e sorry. E! News is a... A program An institution. on the network. I think when a lot of people saw this story, they're like, the network is getting canceled. What about Kardashians? Yeah. What about all of these shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this, this E! News 7 and 11 p.m., which is what we grew up with, that show was canceled. They had moved it to the morning, but now it's canceled. Pop, Pop of the, the morning. morning is canceled. That was with Liliana. Scott. Scott and um, Victor, Victor Cruz. Cruz canceled. And In the Room, which is the Jason Kennedy, like we're going in your bedroom celebrities show. Yeah. I, I think that's the right decision. But sorry, I, I misspoke. But what I meant to say is like we have this conversation all the time where it's like in a lot of ways, E as a network is like the coolest network. Like they have Kardashians, they do all the red carpet. Um, Daily Pop has really become like a cornerstone of a lot of people's mornings. And they have Morgan Stewart and Justin. Like it's so cool in a lot of ways. But in so many ways, it is like the loseriest network. They can never get their programming right. They're constantly launching shows. And just when you think they've got it right, Lady Gang. They don't get a second season. Like, they they just, like, can never get it right when they they should be. They're like the pop culture network. Like, they should be getting it right all the time. And not only are they not getting it right all the time, they're getting it wrong almost every time. Yeah, and what is even more that confounds this situation is the fact that the E! News Instagram has 15 million followers. Mm-hmm. It is the go-to place for po- breaking yep. pop culture news. Every outlet wants to be like E! News. And they can't, like... Leverage that Instagram 
collateral into ratings on the program that the account is named after. They're going to have to change the name of that account. because E-Online, I think. Yeah. That's what I think their Twitter or is. Or E-Entertainment. Like, just yeah. so it's the network's account. Yeah. If you could put an exclamation point in in Instagram, they would just be E-exclamation point. Yeah. It is really strange why they're not able to make it work. Also, E-News has been on the air for 30, 30 years. 30 years. Um, at, at seven at, as an evening show they did it as a morning show for two months and they it just was canceled. canceled the whole thing like why not just like try going back to the way that it was but also because of coronavirus mm-hmm. they're not doing virtual shows I think that you know they already had a lot of back-to-back content that was repetitive in the mornings yes. you got e-news you had pop of the morning and then you had daily pop and it's all you know the same fu- 10 panel. stories right so it's hard enough to do that when you're in studio and splashy and glamorous yes. versus when people are filming from home so now that it's been five months and those shows aren't on the air like yeah it's time to cancel them. yeah but it's just crazy that a 30-year institution was taken down by coronavirus yeah and even though I think it was struggling before I think moving it to New York and in the morning was a terrible decision I think it was really perfect and of course like when Ryan and Juliana left like it left a weird but like that like it was fine when Kat Sadler was there but they just didn't want to pay her like it's just they did they, they ruined it on purpose yeah it was good with Jason Kennedy and Kat Sadler they were still part of the original institution yeah they had a lot of good hosts coming in and out Tanya Rad would have been perfect for the job yeah Terrence J hosted for a while he was fabulous Carissa used to like host segments she's on Daily Pop Erin Lim so much great talent there Erin Lim Zuri Zuri Morgan Nina yeah. Justin like so much great talent and it, I mean it just goes to show you that if Morgan Stewart is not attached to your project like it will not succeed or Justin or yeah no but the only remaining programs are, are, two. are Daily Pop and Nightly Pop which she's on. Yeah, it's just E! News, like, real, sorry, E! Network really baffles me in so many ways because it's just, it's, like, the network of our generation in a lot of ways, but it's also, like, so fucking lame. And I literally, if I had to put a list together of all the shows that they've launched and canceled in the last three years, I think it would be, like, 20 shows. Yeah, and now I'm seeing, I guess they are using some, like, footage that they have in their file cabinet because they're making these shows that are, like, celebrity game facts, night like and like facts about celebrities that you didn't know what are they doing I don't know they brought back each true Hollywood story but then but like, they never brought it back where again is that again and that was a good idea they brought back the soup uh, but she is coming back because we said that should be an easy show to film virtually you literally yes. film it in front of the green screen it's one it's a one-man show it's a one-man show so I think that's coming back which will be good but yeah I agree they like go all in on things and yes. then they don't give it enough time to succeed busy Phillips lady gang that moment they gave everyone one Yeah, no, it's like, I really think she was maybe the downfall of the network. Like, you're right. They come up with these grandiose they ideas. They spend all the money. And then they don't give it, a, you have to give something so fresh at least two seasons. Especially if it's something that needs time to like root with viewers and become right, like the part. Lady Gang was a podcast turned into a TV show. Like that is revolutionary. These things take time. They don't happen overnight. And I loved that show. I, I thought it was so well done. I... I was just like, oh, this is it. This is just one of those things that makes sense. Yep. It's, it's perfection. It's timeless. Yeah. But nope. I never would have guessed. They don't even give it a chance, like, to grow. So in a lot of ways, like, I do think they should have canceled Pop in the Morning. Like, did you ever watch it? It was horrible. Like, really, fu- really terrible. Really terrible. Um, but at the same time, it's like, have some courage of your convictions. Like, you're making these big ideas. Like, stick with it. Yeah. And honestly, like, not to say that 
it's necessarily about us, but there's just so much entertainment for free. Like so many podcasts that literally get more viewership than a TV show. Like it's crazy. And when it comes to pop culture, when it comes to housewives, there's just so much to choose from in terms of podcasts, web shows, YouTube shows, like really. And it's free. Yeah. Who needs to buy, buy cable to, to find, you know, some host who may be good at her job, but nobody knows. Like it's just, they're not keeping up at the time. It's a different world. I agree. But I do think that, they have things going for them that podcasts or free shows or The Morning Toast doesn't have going for them. They have the money. And, and they don't lean into it. They have the money. They have the access to celebrities. Yep. They're part of NBC Universal. They literally can get anyone any single guest on their show. They do these, like, I mean, on when Daily Pop was in studio, they used to do, like, these segments at the end that were, like, I know. like dumb, like, morning fitness, show segments, yeah. like, fitness. But, like, they were so funny. I mean, you just have to invest in your talent. Like, and that's what upset me about the Cat Sadler thing. It's, like, be, aside from, like, the whole gender pay gap thing, like, wouldn't you want to keep her happy? Like, she's good at her job. Yeah. What's the problem? And I feel like now maybe they do that because I think they invest a lot in Justin and Carissa and Morgan. And they should have been doing that from the very beginning. But I'm just, the story is upsetting because of all the girls who, like, wanted to grow up and, like, be... Kat Sadler and Juliana Rancic. Like, what's your dream job now? Morgan Stewart. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, but it's true. Like, everyone's job, everyone's dream job growing up was to be on E! News. Yep. And, and the dream is dead. No, I literally remember the dream is dead. sitting in my intro to communications class, and it's like, what do you want to be? And literally every single girl was like, I want to be the next Juliana Rancic. Yeah. And honestly, I, I felt that. I felt that, too. And then I realized that everybody else felt that, too. And I was like, oh, I'm... I'm not competitive enough for this industry. But the thing is, is like really anyone. Yet could be, here I am. Anyone could be Juliana Rancic. Like she just she read from a teleprompter. Not anyone can be Morgan Stewart. Like okay. Morgan Stewart has charisma. She has passion. She has uniqueness. She has nerve. She has talent. Okay, I I hear what you're saying, and I do think there's a difference between the two of them. But I think all of this goes to show that actually not anyone can be Juliana. That's Rancic. true. And people think anyone can do this job, but. She did the job for so long and the show was so successful and maybe you and I don't see what is special about her, but she, she had the chops. Yeah. This is just, so, you know, I'd love to hear what Kelty Knight thinks about this. You know, she's in the space. She works on Entertainment Tonight. And I just think it's so crazy. And I think it's a really big mistake to cancel E! News. I just think, like, them moving it was weird. But it's, it's a cornerstone of their network. And it's fabulous. I know so many people, like, growing up when me and my friends would, like, have dinner after school. Like, we would just get home and turn on E! News. Like, and I liked that it was at 7 o'clock. And I think they just tried to be everything. They tried to be a morning show. They tried to be this. They just tried to be too much at once. When what they had was good. Yeah, I think that... I mean, obviously they've made their decision, but I think it was way too hasty. I think that they should have tried to bring back E! News in the evenings with, and virtually now, so let's make do with what we have, like with some compelling digital host who could make a great show. There are so many great digital creators who make content for their YouTube channels using just, you know, Final Cut. Right. So I just don't think that they tried hard enough. No, and it's like, for as long as we've been reporting on pop culture, like E! News has been restructuring. Like, when, is, when are they going to land on something? Yeah. It, and it's just... E! has been restructuring. Sorry, I'm so sorry. E! Network has been restructuring. And it's like, why do we still regard them as like a cool network? Like, they literally can't get it together. Kardashians. Yeah. And red carpet stuff. Like, they just, they nail. Yeah. And yeah. They, have, they have good shows too, like Total Bellas and... Yes. Other but for things. every Total Bellas, there's like 30 failed reality shows. Living Lohan... Yeah, I mean, that's, like, iconic, but, yes, there are 30 failed reality shows. Except they have one coming up with Terry Bradshaw and his daughters. Do you see? No. Terry Bradshaw is, like, a 
football player, legendary, according to Ben. And he, like, lives on a farm with his, like, cute wife and their three blonde daughters. And, like, one of them wants to get a boob job now. Like, it actually looks like a fabulous show. They have literally been promoting it for six months with the same, like, two clips. When is it coming out? It's coming soon. Oh, okay. Well, it sounds really good. Yeah, no, it does sound good. So I'm sure it'll be canceled in a year. Yep. Anyways, that's the latest TV news. Next up, Cameron Diaz is speaking out, saying she felt peace walking away from her movie career to take care of herself. I can never give you peace. So, Cameron Diaz, who never really opens up for us to us, but when she does, we have to dissect every word. She's, like, not technically famous anymore. Like, no, she retired. She, she's not working. Yeah, she's retired. She's not working. She spoke to her good friend, Gwyneth Paltrow, on Wednesday for the latest episode of In Goop Health, the sessions, in which the two discussed redirecting the course of their lives away from the glare of Hollywood. So Paltrow asked, what did it feel like to walk away from a movie career of that magnitude? Cameron smiled and responded, like peace, a peace in my soul because I was finally taking care of myself. It's a strange thing to say. I know a lot of people won't understand it. I know you understand it, but it was so intense to work at that level and be that public and put yourself out there. There's a lot of energy coming at you at all times when you're really visible as an actor and doing press and putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. She described herself as being, quote, sensitive to some energies that would overwhelm her from time to time when she was more active in the industry. She said, I've stopped and really looked at my life. When you're making a movie, they own you. You're there for 12 hours a day for months on end. You have no time for anything else. I realized I handed off parts of my life to all these other people. I had to basically take it back and take responsibility for my own life. First of all, I love that we're hearing from her because it is very, when you think about it, like she did kind of disappear, but it was intentional. Like she didn't just fade into irrelevancy. Like she made the conscious choice to walk away from arguably one of the biggest like movie careers of all time and it was intentional and you never really heard from her on why she made that decision and hearing her speak about it makes the most sense yeah it makes the most sense hearing her talk about it with Gwyneth like just is so beautiful because in a lot of ways Gwyneth has also taken a step back she's redirected her attentions from movies and being a famous celebrity to being a business owner which is fabulous yeah she said the only way to get her into a project that you're working on is for her to be sleeping with the director because she only really does stuff now that her husband does which is so cute and ideal like once you get to that place in your life where you could just like make decisions for yourself for sure but it's also nice like when your husband is doing premium content as opposed to like if he was just doing sad like like, art projects terrible movies and totally. she had to be in them yeah it just so happens like everything he produces is like emmy award-winning fantasticness right the doesn't hurt de la creme. yeah no if he, if he was putting together like student that means cream of the cream that if he was putting together like student films like i i don't know if she would be as supportive right exactly <laughs> um but anyways this was just a nice conversation and i think it's a good um lesson i feel like we're always talking about celebrities like how do they do it like how do how can you deal with like the weight of the world on your shoulders and the pressure and some people don't have like the strength to walk away from it Mm -hmm. you know who did walk away from it though tinsley mortimer yeah no she was taken away in handcuffs she didn't necessarily like walk away no she chose a life of love instead of oh you mean now yeah i don't know it's I guess, yeah. On a, it's on a much smaller scale than Cameron much. Diaz, but it's just the most recent example I can think of. Where yeah. it's like, I, that's the same thing that like shifted her attentions. It takes a lot to turn down like, you know, the fame. And the money. And doing those fashion shows. Yeah, but like it's not that hard to walk away from it when like you're going to like a rich man. It's not like you're giving it all up, you know? You're he's giving g- up the fame. He's going to help sustain her lifestyle. No, no you're not giving More up the so money. than the fame could. You're, you're not giving up the money, but you're giving up the, the fame. And I think... Fame is is a funny thing, you know, because 
it's addicting mm -hmm. and you can't buy it. Nope. And so when you have it, it's like, how do you give it up? How do you, if you can't get it back? Yeah. It takes a strong person. But she's saying. given it up and I think taken it back more times in her life. You know, like she was had that Palm Beach where she was kind of irrelevant. Like if she wanted it, she could get it back. She has that, t just some people's names like you I never she, forget. I agree. But I think after this, she's all out of chances. You never know. Some people are just blessed. Like where does it, I guess after, because where do you go after Real Housewives of New York? I guess like once her and Scott get married, like they could be on marriage boot camp. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Where do you go after Real Housewives? I don't want to know. It's yeah. very sad. Podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but back to Cameron Diaz. I just love her, and I want really, truly good things for her. And if she's happy, then I'm happy, even though she, like, did retire, but then she came back once to do The Other Woman, and then she went back to retirement. So she's a woman of taste. Yeah, and I'm glad that she did. She did that for us. Like, thank you. That movie is so good. That's another so content good. upper. Big one, big one. Okay, next story, some Instagram drama between Megan Kelly oh, I saw. and Brian Austin Green because Megan Kelly was just being like a cute girlfriend, posting her mans and saying, um, sorry, I need to get a quote, quote, quote Wait, for Wait, who posted the, the caption first? She did. With okay. Are machine. you sure? She did with Machine. Okay. And she said, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. Then, Which is like so Megan Kelly, you know? So Megan Kelly. <laughs> then Ryan Austin Green posted a carousel of all of his um, children and said, achingly beautiful boys, my heart is yours. That's like so fucking losery and a little weird because like the love you have for a partner is not the same love you have for your kids. So like it's just like a little gross. Um, <laughs> but like what are you doing? Like stop, no. stop trying to stop Megan Kelly like and and their happiness because they cannot be stopped. They cannot be stopped. Like he already looked like a big loser and now he looks like an even bigger loser. He is such a nerd like trying to get her attention. Like this is like I'm losing all respect. And it's like the public has chosen Megan Kelly. Of course. How can you not? Look at them. You've been officially left in the dust. Yeah, and just like embrace it. You know, the harder you fight like the further you fall yeah I feel as though he should be channeling his efforts maybe into meeting someone else acknowledging that it's over I he's really still think, very handsome he I could really get someone I think that he thinks like she's coming home soon well they did have this like tumultuous relationship sure. where they were together not they were divorced but they were still together they like always found their way back to each other and that can be a toxic mindset to be in for so long and you you forget that that eventually it will end and I think it really for Megan has ended but for him it's just like another bump in the road right. he doesn't understand the power of Megan Kelly right no no once you go to Megan you never go back ever <laughs> you never go back no because once you really embrace and feel the power of Machine Gun Kelly like how can you go back to Brian by the way I just thought of something Megan Fox loves a man with three names <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly Brian Austin Green yeah she does She's consistent. I just love Megan Fox. Like, I just, I know that she's, like, just in love. She's, like, probably having so much sex. And, like, she's just so happy after being with what appears to be a real misery for a while. <laughs> totally. Just get it, girl. She's hanging out with Lala Kent. Like, I'm just, I'm living for her in this moment. And I hope she's embracing it and not letting this petty Instagram drama get her down. Yeah, like, trying to, like, grasp drag, at straws. Like, drag her down with him. It's not going to happen. No, Megan Kelly cannot be tamed. They're too strong right now. Too strong. The flame is, is so hot. It's so hot. It'll it'll dwindle, maybe become a little kindling. Uh, as things do. As things do, but right now it's peak flame. Yes, yeah, sorry, Brian. <laughs>
Okay, fifth and final story, a little exciting news. Kylie Jenner reportedly has a cameo in the new Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion video. I heard about this. Kylie Jenner reportedly makes a cameo appearance in a new video from Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion for their song WAP, debuting on Friday, tomorrow. Sources told TMZ that the video was shot the week before Megan was hanging with um, Kylie Jenner and rappy, rapper Tori Lanez, after which Megan was shot in the Oh my God, yes! Surgery. That was a crazy story. That was crazy. There's just, I've actually been reading so much about Megan Thee Stallion recently. Did you know that she um, she got herself back in college and like literally before last year's award shows, she was like doing a final during her hair and makeup and then like went and um, like performed at the Grammys oh or whatever. God, that is so cool. I know. I just like the more I learn about her, the more I really respect her. And by the way, so crazy about she got shot. Yeah. By who? By Tori. And, but they were just hanging out with Kylie. They were I all together. He, I don't know if Kylie was there for that part, um, but Page Six reported that Tori Linez was the person who allegedly shot Megan, and police arrested him on gun possession charges. That is insane. And he's scheduled to appear in court in October. And she's like, she's recovering from a gun wound. She's still releasing bangers, you know? Yeah. She really can do it all. She can. This will be a great music video. That's exciting. I Kylie's thought. like lifestyle was made for a music video. I'm so glad Megan the Stallion respects that and sees that. Yeah. And Cardi B's there too. Oh, right, right, right. Fabulosity. Fabulosity. Drops tomorrow. So hopefully the music video drops tomorrow Tonight. too. Tonight. Yeah. Midnight, right? Friday. Yeah. Midnight. I mean, that's when the Redheads episode dropped. Wow, you guys are so on top of your shit. I need shit. to stop doing that, actually, because then I'm like, oh, the episode just dropped. It's midnight, and I want to hear what everyone thinks. So I literally like can't go to sleep until an hour and a half has passed. Right. And it's just like, I just should wait till 9 a.m. I agree. Um, okay, let's dive into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, our TV yes. recap segment. Fabulous episode. We're still in Rome. The ladies split up um, to do equally fun things. I was trying to think, like, which would I have went on? The Ferrari thing was so lit. Yeah, I think I think I would have done. I know I would have gone shopping. So I know. Like, let's be real. But I like to think I would have gone in the Ferraris, especially if I didn't have to drive myself. Also, if you think of like which group you would have rather hung out with, I think I I love to read, and that's who I would have missed in the other group. But I think I would have rather been with like Garcelle, Erica. Yeah, you know what? The only person I wouldn't have wanted to be around is Kyle. Yeah, she's by the way, and she's Teddy really was, bothering me. Teddy was not on the scene. She's really bothering me. She's, you know what? The way that I feel about this whole situation has really shifted, where at first I was so obsessed. I'm like, is Brandy telling the truth? Is she, is she, is she? And it's very clear, given how poorly Denise is reacting and how she's tangled in a web of lies, it's very clear that everything Brandy said is true, but it doesn't even matter. Like, I'm, I feel so sad for, for Denise. She's obviously, like, mortified, because in a lot of ways she's been outed, and she doesn't know how to handle this, and she keeps making up weird lies. Like, Brandy also said she slept with one of you. Like, that was just not true. But she's so deeply uncomfortable. You don't know about that. No, I, don't, I think everything Denise said was lying. Because she said she didn't talk to Brandy, and then she said she did. Like, she's just in a mess of her own making, and none of this really should have ever come out. And I get that Teddy was upset because she allegedly heard Denise said something about her dad. Like, I get that. But to air something so private to get justice for this, like, little piece of gossip is so not evenly matched up in yeah. any way. And I'm really disappointed in everyone. I'm disappointed in everyone. Like, there's so much to unpack here. First of all, and Jerry O'Connell said this last night, everybody is upset with the way that Kyle and Rinna and Teddy came with the information information to Denise and on the one hand it's like yeah as human beings someone should have given her a heads up this didn't need to go down in front of the whole group and I personally think it didn't need to go down at all right but if she had gotten a text message like an hour before from Lisa Rana being like FYI this is coming up straight 
I think this was a line that did not need to be crossed, but it was crossed. Jerry O'Connell said, this is housewives, this is what happens, this is what we do. But I think with these women, you can make that argument for other franchises, but with these women, they care so much about, like, they don't cross a line with each other, but also they care about how they look on TV. These are very well-respected women. Yes. And what they did and how they handled it makes them look terrible terrible in a lot of ways they're so unaware of like the the larger conversation around what is being said which is like outing someone without their permission like they don't even see it as that they're just so caught up in their own like petty bullshit and like wanting to make the show good that it's really turned me off to a lot of housewives that I previously liked what really bothered me was when after everything went down and by the way I saw a funny tweet that was like which room would you have gone to uh Garcelle Denise Garcelle Street. Street, like those are my people I feel like in terms of who I don't hold responsible let's see who I do hold responsible honestly is Kyle Teddy and Lisa Agreed. I don't and hold what was Erica. Weird was someone was saying like this was not cool what they did, what Teddy and Rena did, and like they didn't mention Kyle as if like blame has just been foisted. But that's Kyle's like mo, and that's why she stuck around for so long. She's so involved, but also leaves no evidence. Like she's there's no trace. You can connect her to the problem, but not there's no paperwork. Right. So the next day, Kyle's like, I had so much anxiety last night. I feel terrible when. She orchestrated this whole thing. Yeah. And so I think she probably did have anxiety and did feel terrible because I think she's not a bad person. Mm -hmm. And she realizes, like, the situation that they're all in now. But she had two days to figure out how to handle this information. And she thought of all the ways she could do it and then chose the worst one. Yeah. Um, This episode just made me have so much more respect for Dorit for a million different reasons, like, aside from the looks, which we have to get into. But, like, her being, like, it's always easier to go with with the majority. Like, everyone's... It's like five people in one room, three people in another. Like, which is Dorit going to go to? Like, and, and, you know, I really respect when someone takes the world less traveled. And she's unequivocal in her support and her friendship to Denise. And I respect that so much. Yeah, I respect a good friend. And she's being a very good friend. And I think sometimes it is about, like, is this true or, or is this not true? But not in this that. situation, it really isn't about that. It, it's about, was this worth being repeated? And, was this ethical? And also... Now, you were bringing in, so there's the rumor, but then there's also the fact that Denise told a friend, some th- talk some shit about her coworkers to a friend mm-hmm. that's not on the show. And now that's fair game too. It's not. When, when it's not. I don't care what everyone tells their friends in private about the women. Like, it, how, what you do on the show is what you're held accountable for. Agreed. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So that was really annoying. What was also annoying and so strange was Sutton Strack um, crying in the Dolce Gabbana store that she didn't want to try on clothes. So don't take everyone shopping and don't be so show-offy. Like, you, that was so strange. And okay. by the way, I totally get it. I fucking hate trying on clothes, especially in front of people and especially in front of cameras. Like, I totally get it. But don't make shopping like your thing and then just stop shopping. I don't know. I found her to be really relatable. Obviously, that was kind of weird. I don't think we got enough context. Agreed. But when she was sitting at the table talking about how she put on a few, and everyone's like, no, you're beautiful. And she was like, do you like when your clothes are tight? I don't yeah. think anybody likes that feeling. Like, right. And I just, I had a real soft spot for her in that moment. I think she has these fabulous connections. She's a major shopper. The fact that they're going to messenger clothes to her hotel for her to try, try on, on just says everything. And so I think they had this sensational opportunity. We'll film. The girls love to shop. And then she realized, like, she needs to come out and do a twirl. And right. Should, and that's not who she is. I think she's really... Um, shy. Shy and a little insecure and socially awkward, which we saw with the seats at Kyle's dinner yes, party. But, but, and I, I just... I understand it. You know what I think said a lot about her was that she ended up telling Denise 
that she had heard that rumor about her and Brandy privately, um, she told her that off camera. Yeah. Which is like what you, that's what Rinna should have done. Yeah, I really, really like Sutton. I think, and it's funny, they flashed back to a conversation from the first the episode about the going to Dominic's house. And at the time it was so cringy, but now knowing her, it's still a little cringy and she was definitely like hyped up for yeah. the show. But I like her so much now, it took me so long. By the way, it's cringy no matter what, but she has grown on me a lot. And I also understand her more now. Like she's actually really shy and... And she's not show-offy at all. Yeah. Even though, like, she con- confuses me in so many ways. Like, her at a f- table full of people being like, Garcelle, it really upset me when you asked me how I got my money. Which, by the way, I think it was weird when Garcelle said that. But, like, someone who's shy, like, doesn't do that in a no, group full of women. And if you don't want to talk about how you got your money, you don't mention it again in front of eight people. And you don't just, like, if you really are so shy about your money, like, she's obviously not yeah. shy about her money. Those boots were heinous. Oh, it was a cute... Sweet gift. Heinous. sweet gift. And no woman... None of those women are wearing fucking hunter rain boots. If it's raining, maybe. Or Denise, she'll wear them, but she... <laughs> okay, we need to talk about the looks. Okay, well, here's the thing. I am very um, staunch in my belief that, like, Erica Jane is the queen of looks. And, like, none of this would be possible without Erica Jane. She is the queen. And I think last week she won with the looks. Like, she totally outdid everyone. It saddens me to say that, like, I just, I think I needed to say that before I say that Dorit was the queen of looks because it's so Erica's thing and like she made it possible for everyone and glam is so her and I love that she takes risks and like the women are always, like some of the women are always like making comments about her looks which is so like such a losery thing to do. I really thought that we were past that and then someone made a comment like about her, her hat. That she looked like she was going to plastic surgery. I it bothers Kyle me so it. much and I can feel how much it bothers her. It bothers me too because it's like it's it's an art. It's a form of expression. And like even though I might not agree with every single look put together, like I have respect for people who take risks and I wear the same thing every day. But like I respect it while I don't always love it. I have no choice but to respect it. And I agree. Making fun of someone's outfit. Like I'll never forget how much fun how much they made fun of her in Berlin for her total latex look and her wig. And it was like she was so ahead of her time. Like She was so ahead of her time. So before saying that, I think Dorit absolutely nailed this week's look in every... Like, obviously, the big reveal at the end was sensational. But I think her lunch look with Kyle was literally like, my husband just died. I'm, the in, I'm inheriting his billion-dollar fortune. Her yeah. highlight, her sunglasses, I her hairpiece. gagging. I, I actually... My jaw, like, hit the floor at times. And I realized, like... She is my personal style icon. Like, if I could have anyone's wardrobe, it would be hers. I love how she, like, styles, like, all labels and logos together. Well, you know what's so interesting is that I don't think she has a stylist. Like, I think she really does it because... I think she has a stylist. Because uh, I think... She, a stylist doesn't travel with her. No, but they, they pack the looks before. Previously, okay. I think she does have a stylist. I mean, it's so sickening and it's so red carpet and the hair. But what I was going to say was... Justine Marjan. Killer. Kills Killer. it. Killer. Every look. Even the low bun with the big black pony scrunchie. That was my favorite look. Sickening. Sickening. So while she did look amazing, I do have to say, Erica's look wasn't my favorite. Like, of, it was probably my least favorite look Erica's ever done. But again, I respect her art so much. And yeah. she's just expressing herself in different ways. Also, I'm starting to see how like different they are. Because sometimes I think Dorit and Erica could just switch wardrobes and it would work. No. But no, Erica really like goes for a... The- it's very thematic and dramatic yeah and Dorit I don't know what the word for what her vibe is but she just goes in a different direction also it's different because literally everything Erica's wearing is a major designer but you would never know she doesn't really do labels whereas like Dorit is like the flashier the more ostentatious the better yeah but like 
that's my vibe. No, of course. And they're both equally good. They both just, they bring so much to the show just in watching them get ready. And the fact that they don't even mention it anymore, but Erica always lends her glam team to Lisa Rinna is fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. I think they also probably just like getting ready together and spilling the tea. Um, do you think that the 45 minute wait for Dorit's look was worth it? Yeah, of course, but it is rude. Like I, the, while we are filming a TV show, it's also a real trip with real girls. And it's like, if they can all get down there and Erica can get down there, you can get down there too. And I, I think she likes to be the last one there to make a spectacle of her look because I think in a lot of ways she wants to compete at Erica's level. And, and I respect that. Like she's very strategic about it. It takes a really like big woman to go against Erica to, to try and compete with Erica and yeah. she's doing a really great job totally and I think that they're both winners yeah I mean she looked so fucking sickening and insane even in like the regular outfits like of course like the big gold and black blazer moment was everything of the sort and her and Erica had the same hair and it was so funny but even I, I actually enjoy like the more casual looks more because they're more impressive to me like how she can be so dressed up and so casual at the same time you know what makes me sad to think about when she goes back to her room and takes her makeup off yeah. And like washes her hair. Like, but you know what? And sometimes I feel that way about my, if we go to dinner mm-hmm. and I got, did my makeup and it was like a 45 minute dinner. But and I, I feel home, that way every day. I, I put can, my makeup on 30 minutes right. ago. But like she is giving us, I think if I were her, like it's for the television. Of course. You I don't know? know if she would be going to this level. It wouldn't ma- like, it doesn't matter how long they're actually out for because we have these looks forever. They, right. They exist on television for eternity. But as someone who does take a long time to get ready myself personally, um, I, I I refuse to ever be late because of it. And Dorit should be starting 45 minutes earlier. I know, but at the same time, like, they pack so much into the day. And they have breakfast, and then they have a day activity, and then they go straight into the night. And it's, like, torture. Yeah. Also, when Dorit and Kyle were having lunch, and they were having that pasta and that white wine, and, and the sunglasses were, like, reflecting each other. And Dorit was serving the pasta to Kyle and for herself. And, like, ordering in Italian, like... Sickening. It was sickening. It was, this episode like literally made me want to buy a plane ticket and go to Rome. And it made me want to go to Rome in the exact time. Do you know what, what month this is? Um, Denise stopped filming with the girls in December. So this is probably like October. Fabulous. I love a chilly Rome day and you're wearing a nice coat outside. It's, I feel like it's more fun to dress up warm in Rome. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, okay. I had notes. Oh, okay. Because, sorry. Um, I want to just there was to so make much. sure that so first of all I just want to say like I liked when Denise like on the second night like was standing her ground agreed like like, everyone was just like so thrown off guard even if she was spewing lies like she was I I like when she is very strong like that and I think that she's putting up with so much on this trip like for the way they talk about Denise you would have thought she would have left the dinner the night before and never looked back but she showed up to Ferrari's she showed up to dinner she's having these tough conversations it looks like next week maybe she walks out of dinner but by then it's completely justified I was so impressed with her waking up the next morning and like having all those girls come into her room and like talk about it like I would I would be furious mortified I probably would have left also something that occurred to me is Kyle Richards keeps saying Brandy's a lot of things but she's not a liar Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was thinking like okay so was Brandy telling the truth when she said that Kim was doing crystal meth in the bathroom also, was Brandy telling the truth when she was saying that Mauricio was, like, having an affair? Interesting. Very, very interesting. And then I saw a clip on Twitter that was, like, Kyle saying, when Brandy was on the show, she was like, Brandy will just say anything to get... Right, there. of course. And so, is she a liar she, or is she not she, a liar? She's a liar when it fits Kyle's narrative, and she's not a liar when it doesn't. Right, but, like, don't make just blanket statements like No, that. that's a very interesting... Um, Point. Yeah, and I do, and the thing is, I don't think Brandy was lying. We need to talk about one more thing. Based on the way she told the story, like I, my heart, like completely, like felt for her. There are rumors that that conversation was was filmed, filmed after they got back from Rome, and like faked. 
I did think there was something shady about the scene. Not in that the, in the sense that it was filmed at a different time. In the sense that it was just so overproduced and clearly staged. Like, Brandy's waiting in the car, but she's wearing a mic. Like, I don't know if I... And the rumors that I read on, like, literally some thread are not verified in any way. And I don't know if I believe it. I don't... I didn't see anything, like, evidence enough to make me believe it. And I don't think it would even really change anything... Um, except it would prove that the women didn't need to bring it up because it hadn't been filmed yet and right. they could have done Denise a solid yeah. by and just ignored it. not bringing it up. Yeah, also the last thing I want to talk about was Rinna's conversation with Denise because I'm just finding Rinna to be so disappointing. Me too, which and is really sad. Yeah, it it is sad. And um, she, oh, when she said to Denise, like, it's out there. It's like, no, it's not out there yet. And no. it's not out there on the show. And even if it was in, like, Daily Mail and Life and Style, like... You can still, how much stuff do we read about Dorit, right. Erica, Kyle, that the women just ignore on mm-hmm. the show? Oh, yeah, I mean. Like that time in the Bahamas, someone was chasing Dorit around the pool. Right, and they cut that out because it was never spoken about again. They did Dorit a solid. Yeah. So it's very interesting. It, the, the more you talk about shit, the, the worse, worse it, it gets. gets. Erica, just time after time being so wise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think, um, I think everyone could have done Denise is solid and at this point I just I, I don't care if it's true or not like it's true she's handling it so poorly because she doesn't know what to do she was blindsided I feel bad for her yeah I feel I feel bad for her too like who wants to and be halfway around the world with like these people people who don't have your back and I agree Lisa Rinna is in her friendship to Denise is incredibly disappointing yeah the funniest one with Denise was like Aaron will apologize to you guys for sure and then, then she's like <laughs> when not when he hears what you guys did to me here <laughs> Yeah, but she handled that well. It's like in the grand scheme of things, that Aaron thing is like not a big deal. Yeah, she's very shrewd. And and so it comes, so she also is untruthful. She says like she's kind of fake and she says things that she doesn't really mean, but she knows how to play the game. Because in in so many ways, more so than the other women, she views this as a job. Like she goes to film Days of Our Lives. She goes to film Housewives. Like I get that it's her playing herself, but I don't think she sees it as like, I'm going to open up and tell my story. It's like, no, I'm showing up to get my $4 million and then I'm going home to take care of my kids. Yeah, and also everyone's like, she doesn't open up about her personal life. Like what are, she talks about her kids. She talks about her husband. Like what what are we missing? No, and it's like, not only that, look what you did to her when you found out something about her that was really personal. You fucking aired it like dirty laundry. Why would she tell you fuckers anything? Right. Also, I was living for Garcelle and her shadiness. Like, in her confessionals, when she said that Dorit's look was not worth 45-minute wait. It was, though. I thought that it was, but it was just, like, She funny. was just trying to be funny. It was just funny. And I thought Garcelle, when she showed up in that black tuxedo dress with the pink, like, um, loved, wings. Loved, loved, lo- She looked fabulous, and I thought she looked great in the purple tuxedo. She loves a tuxedo. Purple tuxedo on their Ferrari day. Yeah. Um... Oh, I saw it as pink. Really? Yeah, that's so funny. That's so strange. Yeah. I mean, maybe we were just talking about the same color, but just describing it. She's, different. like, so shady, and I love that she's really exclusively shady in her confessionals because she's very, you know, she's appropriate. She's going to have a lot to answer for at the reunion. <laughs> but that's, like, I mean, that's interesting housewifery. Yes. Um, what she said about Lisa Rinna and the dancing. Yeah, was, I, was, I wanted to bring that up. I thought that was weird. Like, I, whether I agree with it or not is irrelevant. I just think, like, don't talk about someone's kids, like, thing you know Serena put her kids thing on the show I know I thought it was uh it was extremely like shady um, yeah but that's how she feels Rihanna was like commenting on some Karen Huger Instagram live saying that she loved Garcelle and like Garcelle saw it and was freaking out 
Um, another quick Housewives update is that they filmed the Real Housewives of New York reunion yesterday at Ohika Castle. Stunning. Which is like an iconic wedding venue. It's, it's where the Blank Space music video was filmed. It's like where the house in Royal Pains is, like that TV show. Um, Ramona was on Instagram stories complaining that Sonia and Luann were over an hour late. Um, but apparently it went so well. Luann said it was the best reunion she ever did. I mean, there's only five of them, so it couldn't have taken that long, honestly. Um, but it was in person, so I just can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait New York is on tonight we'll be recapping it tomorrow for our last show daily show till September so reminder of a few things one my comedy special is available it's called Disgrace Queen please watch it two starting next week so tomorrow is our last show where we'll be in studio for about a month starting August 10th we're going to be releasing weekly episodes every Wednesday until we return September 14th or something like that. Um, So make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube. The videos will not be available during the month of August. So Spotify, iTunes, all the places. The third thing is that if you're going to be missing us in October... Oh my God. In August, I'm just like taking an extended vacation. Um, if, you're <laughs> Wishful be, if you're gonna be missing us in August, it would be a great time for you to join as a Patreon member. Patreon is our membership program. So go to patreon.com slash the morning toast. You pay $7.99 a month to get five extra episodes from Jackie and I. They're podcast episodes, they're video episodes, they're vlogs, they include family. Because they're behind a paywall, we get a little bit more in depth, a little bit more behind the scenes, some baby stuff. Last month, we had tons of fabulous episodes. We had an interview with Olivia post baby. We had my closet clean out. We also, if you, we talk about housewives a good amount on the show, but if it's not enough for you, we did two whole Patreon episodes, like literally 100 minutes of content, just talking about all the housewives from all the different cities over the years. Yeah, it was really fabulous. So there's, once you become a member, you get access to that month's five episodes, but then you also get access to all the episodes we've ever done, which is like over 200 now. So it'll really keep you busy during the month where we're gone. Thank you guys for giving us this space, the spotch to breathe. We said it once but we'll say it again this is in by no means permanent we will be back full every day back in studio we are truly just taking a hiatus brighter and better yeah so thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast every weekday monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching us on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so at spotify itunes Stitcher, public radio iheart radio castbox all the places so wherever you listen to podcasts <clears throat> Find us the morning toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow for our final show. Goodbye. 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 Bye.